Please listen carefully. Welcome to episode 5 of the Hypothetical Siblings Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm Lainey. And she got bamboozled because she didn't know that the podcast was on. <laughs> why are you crying? I don't know why I'm crying. <laughs> We're stable people. I kind of thought you might do that, but I wasn't sure. I thought you would have heard the click because I took my foot and I just clicked. Yes, you know, in the further mystery of... What exactly is the room that we are podcasting in? I do turn the computer on to start recording with my toe. There's not a lot of room. There's not a lot of room. It's enough room. Yeah, it's enough for our bodies and for... Our minds? Uh, I, I was going to say our equipment, but... Oh, I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> our bodies and our equipment. It's just a storage closet. I mean, basically. It basically is a storage closet, but it's fine. Because it's technically a loft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been calling it the pod loft. The I'm, pod loft. I've probably mentioned that on here before. I don't know, probably. I also keep calling that uh, it the pod loft to mom and dad, which I kind of feel like they might not appreciate because... <laughs> because it's too hip, too young slang. No, because, like, we just took this room. We did take this room. From their house. But, like, not like they were using it. Like, it was literally a storage closet right. before we found alter- right. ulterior means of storage. And then moved ourselves in here. And now we store our bodies in here. (laughs) Only for like an hour, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, only for like an hour. And once a week, too. So it's like... Yeah. So what do you want? If they wanted to put more things in here, they probably could. Yeah. Because under... I mean, there's so much space like on the floor under... The pod loft is deep. It's really deep. It's deeper than you think. It's true. Um, but also prone to spiders sometimes, so... I don't think we... I don't think that's true. I think spiders were prone to the fact that there were a bunch of wildly shaped objects that were kept in here. Okay, so now that they're gone. Yeah, because what is it, you know? Yeah. Nothing. I'm really afraid of spiders, to those of you listening. Um, I did a fear study for them at college even, so... Um, which was... I did better than I thought, but um, still... Still no good, man. And I, and it didn't help me get over them, so nothing, I don't... <laughs> nothing quite like crippling arachnophobia. Yeah. yeah. You know... I think you've said something about that before, though. Really? Yeah. But now, see, we're on episode five, which doesn't feel like a lot, but that's five hours worth of us talking about random garbage, right? And so five hours of us talking about random garbage means we could have said any number of things. Yeah. And it's also too much for me to remember what I might have said. So I'm sure that we'll explain things multiple times or tell stories multiple times and stuff like that. And that's just going to happen. Yeah. It's like when you're uh, talking to your grandparents and you don't see them that often, but when you do... You're like, oh, I haven't seen you in like months. But then they still tell the same story. They're like, you won't believe what happened. And and you're like... From the last time? Yeah. And you're like, oh, (laughs) that's hilarious. And you're not going to tell them that they're getting old and crazy. Yeah, because... Because that's not what you do. Yeah. Shout out. Grandma knows she's old and crazy, though. Yeah, Grandma does know she's, she's old and she's crazy. She's been so steeped in it that she is like, found... It's like a nirvana. <laughs> you know, she is aware. Remember when she popped her dentures out of us? Yeah. She popped them out like a secondary mouth, like an alien. <laughs> There's nothing quite like hanging out with your grandma and all of a sudden she spits out her dentures at you. Like a projectile. <laughs> it's really, really incredible. It really is. Uh, so, what you been up to, Nickus? This week, um, not to drag us back to the last week's podcast, but so much Avatar. Holy crap, is that a good show. Um, and of course, because it's, you know in the internet, you know, everyone's talking about it because it just got added to American Netflix and stuff like that. I also didn't know that. It was on other Netflixes, but but not the U.S. one. Wow, they really trying to screw us over. Yeah, you know, 
God forbid the Americans have access to Avatar. They will become too strong. <laughs> they will destroy <laughs> capitalism. Correct, by shrinking. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, of course, everyone's talking about it, and you're seeing all this stuff that you kind of figured or knew on some level but didn't really know forthright. Like, uh, it won a Peabody Award wow. when it came out, which um, it won the award for having particularly complex characters in a cartoon. Right, because it's kind of expected that you're very, you know, one-dimensional characters in a cartoon. It's like, he's the funny guy. Right. He's gross, or whatever. At Zuko. The funny guy? No, just complex characters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Man, Um, I love Sokka much more than I ever thought that I did. Why did you not like Sokka before? No, I think I liked him, but I just feel like he wasn't very, like, memorable in his actions to me. Well, because when you're a kid, you're like, fuck the guy that can't have superpowers. <laughs> yeah, you that's know? true. Now re-watching it, I'm like, wow, I'm in love with Sokka. <laughs> you're like, am I Sokka? <laughs> Do I want to be with Sokka? <laughs> Who would have ever guessed? I mean, I'm already in love with the moon, so that's like, That's check, reasonable, you know? yeah. Good old UA. Yeah. Hmm. You're still on season one, though, so you haven't even gotten there. I know. I'm fake. Expose me. I mean, You've been exposed. <laughs> last episode, last episode, we we're talking about it, and of course, I've watched more than that in general, and like on TV and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but, but that's back when it was on TV, right. which was however many years yeah, ago, because the know. show's twelve years old. So that just had to like Aang. Just like Aang. <laughs> correct. Now is his time. Yeah, um, but I'm all the way. I think I only have like nine episodes left. Oh gosh. Yeah, we're we're in there, right? Yeah, I'm still in season one. Which is fine. I just been busy this week for some reason. With what? Um, Let's talk about your week. What have you been doing? Um, went to work on Monday, which was so fun because it's the first time that I ever was involved with like hiring kids. Yeah, because we talked about that a little bit last time. And it's so just it's it's the best experience. Ever. Isn't it the best? It's I told so, you it was the best. It's so fun, especially when like. He, a little 14-year-old comes on the screen, and they're really nervous, and but they got, like, a button-up on, you know, and they're... They put on their church clothes. Yeah, Because that's real. all that they have. And they tell you about their accomplishments and stuff, and it's so sweet. Sometimes you get weirdos, and you're like, oh... Oh, but the weirdos are the best part. No, Screw I... the kids that do well. <laughs> or even what? the kids that just flat out, like, no, you're not getting hired. I like the weirdos. You know, that's what I live for in the interview process. I'm like, let me see. Because there's the kids that come in and are smart enough to be fake because they know the real them won't get hired. (laughs) Right? There's plenty of those. I want the kid that either is dumb enough to not know that the real them will not get hired or that um, doesn't care and is like, I'm just going to be my freaky little self and if I don't get hired, I don't get hired. Which I... Because I have so much respect for that. I'm like, hey, if you're that confident in doing you at 14, right. you'll probably do things. Right. Um, yeah, well, there was this one girl that we hired who was so exciting to interview. Why? Because she was just so excited herself and, like, bubbly and just had the most energy and mm-hmm. stuff. And there was, like, this sound and uh, our boss was like, is that, like, a cow outside? And she's like, no, there's a guy lawn uh, mowing the lawn outside. <laughs> and it was just so fun to talk to her. Cause mm-hmm. she, and then she kind of rambled for a long time yeah. about customer service. And it was just really sweet. And we are laughing and stuff. And I'm like, yep, that's it. There you go. There you go. You did it. Yeah. She also already knew kids at the Wild Zone, or at the water park, which is um, cool because... She was friends with good people, so. Rock on. Yeah, rock on. Um, no, I want I want the next level freaks, right? Because obviously you need people to hire, so you can't have all freaks, right? <laughs> but, like, I, I think you remember the uh, girl I told you about years ago. It was, like, my first year as a supervisor um, that comes in, and she has black and green hair. Which, again, all of this that I'm about to say, I don't care. You know, in fact, I admire them, this person willing to be herself so much, right, that she had all these different accessories and things like that. But for a hiring, you know, standard, 
it's not my decision, it's what the company is holding us to. And so she has this black and green hair. She has, is it double snake bites if you have two, or is it just regular snake bites? Uh, I think snake bite is one side. I think those might be spider bites. Oh, spider bites. Because she, she had the two piercings in her lower lip, right? But it wasn't her lip, it was like... Below her It lip. was like the cupid's bow of her lower lip. <laughs> so it was right in the center of her face, and then she had a nose, two nose rings on one side, and then she had light-up flashing <laughs> earrings on. And this is how she came to the interview. So it's like, oh... And basically, she sits down, and I'm looking at her, I'm like, wow, you're doing it. You're, you're really going for it, aren't you? Yes. And not very talkative, but didn't seem nervous at all either. Uh, and, she, and the first thing I say is, I'm like, hey, we do have a, a dress code or, you know, a, an appearance policy here. What, is that something you're willing to change? And she just goes, yeah, no. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, thanks for coming in. Yeah. But that's the end of the interview. And she was like, okay. Thank you. It gets up and leaves. And I was like, magical. <laughs> Truly awe inspiring. That's the emo queen that I was inspired, like trying to be, but I just got bangs that made me look like mom. <laughs> you know, because all the emo kids or scene kids had the huge hair that like yeah. swept over their face. And I was Covered like, the one eye. Yeah. And I was like, I'm doing that. But I just got bangs that made me look like mom, which is fine i didn't I look just, horrible well, the thing is but... mom is not a, a bad person to you know right right but also when you're in like seventh grade and trying to be emo you really don't want that's not the direction you should go <laughs> is to not look like a mom yeah you know? uh i did have colorful hair but i ended up uh getting rid of it because i got the job mm. at, um... that's true i forgot that mm-hmm. you had your blue hair mm-hmm. our boss was like oh and by the way don't do that. Uh, are you okay? I mean, we're, this isn't allowed. Are you okay to change it? But I already knew. I was like, yeah, said, I'm getting it changed on this a, day. I'm second generation. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I know how things work here. We, I want our cousin to work there so bad. She really needs to. And especially because she uh, can get her license when the DMV opens up. Which I don't even know when that is. I don't know when all these phases are supposed to even take place. Yeah, me either. But I would love it if she worked there so much. Yeah, at Generic Sports Retailer yesterday. We started in the morning with, I think it was like, because we've been out of a certain caliber, and in the morning we started with, I think, 8,000 rounds, right? Which is a fair bit for this particular caliber, and by the evening it is gone. Wow. You know, so again, I'm going to go back today and we're not going to have anything, you know? And then you have to tell people, well, you should have been here yesterday. Right. You know? You work today? Yeah. <laughs> Which is because otherwise I wouldn't have cared, right? Of coming over whenever. Oh. But I was like, "Fuck, gotta get there" because I have things to do. I'm moving rooms in my house now that because we're just. Oh, you are. We're bouncing back and forth between each other's weeks, so we're just oh. throwing things out there. I feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a roommate that moved out. Like <laughs> it really, if it weren't for the whole coronavirus thing, it probably would have been more of like a. Not, I, eviction is a harsh word, but yeah. more of that kind of a thing. But instead, it was just like, hey, we know you don't want to live here. How about you just not live here? You know? And also, we don't really want you to yeah. live here. It was like, go with, go with God, brother. Like, get out of here. You know? <laughs> brother? Yeah. Uh, and so that room that he was living in is just a little bit bigger, and it has a window that gets more light. Nice. And so I don't have to, like, have my room light on in the middle of the day. Right. You're... Right? you're uh, old or current room is kind of like a den. It's a little bit like a den. And it does have a window, right? right? But it just faces the side of the house and it's between the two houses. And right. so there's just not a lot of light. Right. Um, which is a good thing for my fish tank. I was going to say, do right. your fishes enjoy the light? Well, no, because whether or not they enjoy it, I don't know, because they are fish. <laughs> right. Um, the thing is, though, is that fish tanks you're supposed to keep away from natural light because the nature of it you know, is easier to go algae with or something like that. Right, or right. That you can't control how long it is affecting your tank, right? Because it's basically until there is light in the sky, until there is no longer light in the sky, you know? Okay. I didn't know that. I always kind of thought that fish tanks were like, kind of like plants. That they know? need natural light? Like, yeah, occasionally. That's a common misconception because my girlfriend thought the same thing, you know? 
Um, and so does her dad. And she was like telling me cause she, you know, was like trying to help me out. Hey, you know, my dad says that fish need the natural light. So it's okay that they're by the window. And then I have this little scummy Brown thing right now cause there's nowhere <laughs> else in my room. So that's the other benefit of moving to the other room is that I will have a place to put it that is away from the window. Right. Yeah. yeah cause it was right by the window. Yeah. In the other room. Nice. Yeah. So that's neat. Um, what else have I been doing? Went back to work, which is good. But I think I talked about that uh, last podcast. destroyed a wall, kind of. I did destroy a wall. Um, in the vein of you know, <laughs> doing manual labor. Bless you. Thank you. Um, our mom and I took apart a doghouse with violent force because whoever built it decided that the solution was not to tactfully use nails, but to use so many nails <laughs> that it cannot possibly fall, fall apart. apart. Right. Which on some level I respect. On the other level... It takes a lot of force to break it apart. And so I kind of jacked up my back doing that. And then before my back was fully healed from doing <laughs> that, because I think that happened Sunday, the doghouse did? Uh, yeah. Something uh, like that. I don't remember because they took a bunch, our parents took a bunch of time off, so mm. it could have been like... Time has no meaning. Yeah. It's all relative. Um, and then just not yesterday, but the day before yesterday... Um, we are taking the stucco off of a wall, and then we're going to re-stucco it. Uh, if you haven't taken stucco off of a cinder block wall before, <laughs> it's rough. It's so rough. It's rough, because basically you have your two methods, right? Because it needs to be chiseled away from the wall. So you can either take a literal hammer and chisel, right? Like you're making the the David? David? The uh, Michelangelo? Is that who made it? Sure. All right. But the big marble statue and actually, like, carving the stucco off of the cinder block. Or um, we rented a, I think it's called a power hammer. Yeah, I think it's a Which is a rad name. (laughs) um, Which is basically, like, a handheld jackhammer that you use to uh, get the stucco off the wall. And so I was doing that for probably four hours, something like that. Yeah, I helped in the beginning, but... A lot of stucco got into my shirt and mouth, and you get really dusty from it. Mm-hmm. And so when the power hammer or whatever came, I was like, okay, I'm out. You felt like you were replaced by technology. <laughs> yes, and I'm That's perfectly rel- fine. Relevant to d- today's discussion. That is relevant to today's discussion. Uh, but we'll get to that in a bit. So, yeah, I mean, holding this heavy thing and then basically vibrating, yes, you know, you're... and getting all dusty for four hours, it really takes it out of you. By the end of it, I was basically pig pen from Charlie Brown <laughs> because it was just every every surface that I touched became dusty, yeah. and then sudden movements caused dust to explode off of yeah. me. Yeah, uh, you know? like he came in. Uh, I think that you were done, or maybe this mm-hmm. is for lunch. But when you set your hat down on the counter, and it just exploded, just with mushroom dust. cloud of dust. Yeah, just there was up dust off of it. everywhere. Yeah, it was not great. I don't mind being dirty. But I don't want to, you know, come into a house and then get the house dirty, you know. Much as people will tell you that you and I are dirty people, I think we <laughs> at least have respect for when we are dirty, you know. Yeah, that really uh, was a hard time when people found out there was dirt in my bed. And then they were like, you're so why, dirty. Why are we saying it? dirt was in your bed? Because it's not anymore. Are you sure? Yes, cause, because the reason dirt was in my bed was because our dog used to sleep on and sometimes in my bed and he is old and can't jump up on my bed anymore so there's no dirt there i always thought it was just from your feet to be honest no no i I, you would think that uh more recently there could be dirt in my bed because i've been walking around barefoot so much She she has taken a strike against shoes and socks I have some sick calluses, and my feet are dirty, like... Maybe you are an earthbender. constantly. I would love to be an earthbender. Wouldn't we all? Yeah. I also just talk about how I'm like Tarzan, but... Yeah. But I'm not buff or could lean. Could be. Or lean. <laughs> I'm not buff or lean. <laughs> could be. Go in the backyard and start climbing trees. <laughs> just, just get up there and just hang out. Yeah. I'm scared of that because of spiders. <laughs> You're scared of trees because of spiders? Climbing trees. Why? I think they live there. I think that's probably reasonable to some extent. But it's not like it's Aragog, you know, you don't have giant spiders just living in the tree. I think that at some point, spindly spiders scare me a little more. 
than big I was talking fighters. with mom about this. I don't think I understand the the root of your arachnophobia cuz cuz is it that the the shape of them is just dis, dis uh, disconcerting to you? Is it that they represent a threat, you know? Is it that you just think that they're gross? This is really interesting because during the spider study, mm-hmm. they asked me that. And yeah. they asked me kind of like for a date for when I thought it started. And I just picked the first, one of the first memories I have of being scared by a spider. Was it a daddy long legs? Um, I don't know because I was sitting on the couch with mom and a spider ran across my lap and I freaked out, smacked it, stained my pants <laughs> with it. And then proceeded to burst into tears. That was the spider's <laughs> final act, was to spite you with his blood. And I was, it was like seventh grade, I think. Um, but the thing is, I'm not afraid of them biting me. I'm not afraid of venom. So it's not injury. No, I just don't want them to touch me. Interesting. I, I hate how they run, how they look. I don't want them to touch me. I don't want them to be near me. Mm-hmm. When I saw that spider, um, uh, when we were at the park last week, which I talked about, I think on the last episode. Yes. Um, it when it had its hands raised at me to fight, I started like fake retching, <laughs> like gagging. I was like, <laughs> which really vomit is a good defense against spiders. Yeah, I don't think I would have been able to actually vomit, but. But do you remember when we were leaving for camping, there was a spider on the ground of the car, the floor of the car, and I jumped out of the car, and we were moving? <laughs> do you remember I, that? Was this when we were already in the campground? No. It was, we were uh, leaving home. And you just, like, old, jumped out. old house. Jumped out into the street. Yeah. We were driving. How fast were we going? Not very fast. Okay, so it was but just. But we were still moving. Yeah. And I saw the spider on the ground, and I I jumped out of that car. I was wearing Crocs, Nick. As you are wont to do. Yeah. So, there's lots of fear there, and I don't know where it originated. But it's enough to where I get jump uh, scared by a crab in Hawaii that mm. I thought was a spider. So. I mean, a crab is basically a water spider. Yeah, I just don't like... Ocean spider, maybe? Because there spider. are water spiders. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> They're not really water spiders. They just make bubbles. I hate that. Don't talk about it. Because you feel like the water is pure. It, it is a bug-free zone. I just zone. don't want to think about it right now. That's reasonable. <laughs> I'm going to have a nightmare about it tonight, Nick. <laughs> uh, what else? What else did... I don't think I did anything else of note, at least. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, Got to hang out with one of my friends yesterday just because... I was bored, and I said, hey, come over, and we'll hang out, which is great. And then that happened. Yeah. What a story. We've been talking a lot about um, friend camping this summer. Is that your school friends, or who friends? Um, Random friends? Just, I don't know, people. Hmm. Um, You're included, though. That's fun. Yeah. Because it was like... Yeah, it, it was kind of a weird, I'm not really weird group of people, but, like, not usual, so. Yeah, people that wouldn't normally hang out together. Yeah, but. Well, I like those groups of people, though. Because it's really feel, interesting, right? Exactly, it's more exciting. Like, my birthday party had a really weird group of people. It really did. But, like, weird people started to talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, anything like that where you start to have, you know, friends or Especially when, like, family gets involved, too. Yeah. And you see weird combinations of, like, people from your work talking to, like, your grandparents. Yeah. And you're like, I don't even know what that conversation sounds like. Yeah. You know? Or my, one of my best friend's dads talking to my uncle was so weird. I was like, I didn't think you guys would ever meet, and now you're just having a conversation. Like, it's, like, no big deal. So that was cool. That is cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, we're not, spoiler alert, we're not recording on Sunday as we usually do. You've ruined the grand illusion. <laughs> they never would have known. But that's why our weeks aren't really full. Because I don't think that's true. Really? What did you What did you have planned? What did you think was going to happen in well, the rest I of your week? Well, I have more that's work exciting. on Friday. Is that more interviews? Uh, no, it's a meeting. Oh, that's right. And, um. Because that's why we couldn't do it Friday. And I'm hanging out with people today. 
And um, I, we might hang out with, well, I might hang out with our cousins this weekend. That's fun. Yeah. I'll be working. Both days? Yeah. Eight hours, we'd be full shifts again. So you can get an awesome can cramp? Money. Yeah, I, I will continue to cramp violently. Cool. Excellent. So. So, our topic this week concerns, I was going to say robots, but. Well, kind of not really. Well, not really, because robots are strictly are all mechanical. mechanical. What we're about to talk about is cyborgs, cybernetics, enhancements, attachments. Cyborg, Teen Titans. His name's Victor. I don't know his last name. I was going to say Reznov, but that's a different thing. That, yeah, I have no clue what that is. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know what that thing is. Um, yeah. So where do you want to start? Because... Do we want to start with, like, a realistic conversation of how far away we think stuff like this is? Or to what extent? You know? I think we're still kind of far away. But what is far away? Like, are we talking hundreds of years? Um, not hundreds, no. Because by what I believe is the strictest definition, we already have cyborgs. People who have electronically controlled bionic arms, or, like, uh, robotic arms, I don't, like amputees who have prosthetic arms, that's the word I'm looking for, that are robotic, that is a cyborg. Yeah. You know? By, yeah. by the strictest definition of it. Right. Yeah, that's Or maybe true. the loosest. I don't know. Probably the loosest, because I feel like uh, in a stricter definition of a cyborg, it's got to be, like, attached to you. Because, like, the cyborg from like, Teen Titans... You and, can't take it off type of thing. Right. And the DC Universe, like, he is always the cyborg like there is no let me take off because it's basically his Him. whole body yeah. which i don't even know how that happens to you you know because he said didn't he get like blown up or something and then yeah. they reassembled in him? like a car crash or something i think that sure. could be fake if you're a fan of the cyborg man don't come after me please all right a brief google search of the word cyborg noun a fictional or hypothetical person <gasps> whose physical abilities are extended beyond normal human limitations by mechanical elements built into the body. See, built into the body. So it does have to be some type of like, it has to be integral, not an attachment. Yes. You know. So if I get swords in my arms, then I am a cyborg. <laughs> you talk about that a lot. <laughs> because here's the thing, right? The sword arm... Like, if your arm is just replaced with a sword, sucks. Yeah. Because now you can't pick up, like, a cup. You can't hardly open a door with a sword arm, you know? But if I have a sword in my arm... Right. Then I still have an arm. And you shoot, shoot. Well, do you think it would be underneath or over top? Because I always felt like it'd be over top, like it kind of folds out. I mean... And then you swing kind of like Wolverine. Ah, uh, Wolverine. I think there's somebody that has it kind of on under their arm. <laughs> Who is somebody? Like, like a buddy no, like of yours? A, no, like a fictional Co-worker. person. You're like, oh yeah, I think Jeff from The Office <laughs> has those. Um, I think it really depends what... I think that this is more sneaky if it's under your arm. Like a hidden blade. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. Especially if there's like poison on it. You're like... True. Ching. You're like, high five, stab. True. Yeah. So it depends what you want, but this is why we talked about it this week, folks, is because Nick and I have differing views on it. Um, so let's, yeah, I was going to say, let's start there of, would you get it? Would you get cyborg tech, assuming unlimited money that you could pay for it, right? And have it installed and, and that it is far enough into the future that it is safe. There are no repercussions that it is just pure benefit, you know? Um, no, I don't think that I would get it unless something happened to where I was an amputee or something was wrong with me. And well, I... yeah, I'm going to cut off your legs with my sword arms. <laughs> and then I'll have to get And then you'll have to be a blade cyborg. Legs. Yeah, blade legs. I'm... Like the Kingsman girl. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. There you go. Blade legs. That's I feel like they the... call me. <laughs> they call me, they call <laughs> me blade legs. <laughs> that's a podcast title right there. They call me Blade Legs. There you go. Chink, chink. Blade Legs of the Sog House. <laughs> that being said, Blade Legs are not good for the Sog House. 
No, you'd probably go right through. Heavy and sharp. Yeah. Bad combination. With, yeah, with blade legs. But, what are you going to do? So, no. I feel like that's unnatural, and I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. Why is it bad that it is unnatural? Because, again, we're assuming that it is a far enough future that you can have something that you can still feel, that functions exactly like the normal limb would, but you just, if you get it chopped, you know, it just isn't blood and guts that's coming out. It's wires and oil, hydraulics, I don't know. Listen, I don't trust robots. You're not a robot. And when people start to put robotic limbs on themselves, it's just kind of like, you're going to malfunction and kill everybody by accident. Okay, well, let's talk something smaller then. Because we're talking kind of grand scheme, like, robot legs, right? What about, like, an eye, right? Oh. Like, because if the eye... Huh? I thought you said N-I. We and I was like, what does N-I stand for? Yes, correct. No, an eyeball a, a singular ocular organ. <laughs> Uh, being replaced because you have enhanced vision at that point or you can get all your night visions and thermals and stuff like that but even if it gets hacked right or whatever you can't go on a killing spree because it's just an eyeball unless it's a laser eyeball oh uh, well you know so is it like i was thinking about mad eye moody yeah exactly i like that also you can be creepy with it too and like pop it out and throw yeah. it at people and you're like hey what's up <laughs> And you're like, ooh, my would weird eyeball. Would you have it look like a normal eye, or would you have it be like steel with like red in the middle? I so don't like, like red. Edgy anime protagonist. <laughs> no. yeah, whatever color, it comes with different LEDs. Go for it. I'm gonna have the Live TikTok lights in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's just RGB, just going yeah, through just the color spectrum. There uh-huh. you go. Um, you really are an anime protagonist. But again, I don't think that I would elect to have that done. Why? Because I don't want a fake eye. I want my real eye. Oh. I don't care about your real thermal eye. vision. You, I'm not a snake. You know how good <laughs> you would be at hide and seek? Well, You'll not... never lose again. I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm good at hide and seek. I'm bad at seeking. But you're good at hiding? Sometimes. Mm. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm really bad at hiding. <laughs> You've just got, like, a cloth over your head. The rest <laughs> of your body's just poking out. Yeah, there's one time I hid behind a curtain on a windowsill mm-hmm. upstairs, and I uh, I fell and I smashed the thing that makes the air come out of the vents, like, towards the Good. room. And everyone was like, what was that? What just broke? And I'm, like, trying not to laugh. Because you're just, just demolishing property. Yeah, it was awesome. Good. So, yeah, you're hardcore, no... You you know body purist like the human form is the human form. No, um, I just feel like I don't like the elective part of it. Like if something happens to you and you can get it replaced with something that is so similar to the actual biological part, mm-hmm. then it's like hell yeah, I'm all for that. So like, like if you're in an accident, you lose an arm and you can get a robot arm, you're gonna do it. Like Soul Surfer. Did she get a robot arm? No. Oh. She doesn't wear an arm, I don't think. But, like, if she could have had an arm that was basically... One-to-one. Right. Then she... I mean, she's still an incredible surfer. Yeah. But, like, it would have just, I think, enabled her to, like, do that as she was on track to. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, that's a good story. You know? Like... I like the fact that she's like, oh, I don't have to have a prosthetic yeah. arm. I can still do it sure. without it and still be, like, an incredible surfer. Like, mm-hmm. that's so cool. So, I don't know. What about something that is a pure addition, right? That nothing is detracted, but you can get, like, a jetpack or, like, wings, right? That's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that before. Because then you're not taking anything away from you. But now you have gained an extra ability. Or, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other stuff. Like, you get, like, wheels in your feet or something. <laughs> like, you just have permanent Heelys, you know? That's cool. I feel like that's something where I'd, like, support people doing. I'd be like, you do you, but I don't think that I would get that. Cyborg rights. Right. Yeah, <laughs> cyborg rights. Because, like, 
if we have technology where you can get wings, mm-hmm. you could probably get temporary wings and just like have you just have it for like a day. Yeah, have sure. a de- like a thing you or put on. Or get them right, and then you're like, eh, I'm over it, and you just get them off. Right. So, I think the severity of being like, I will always have wings on me, is like, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know if flying's that amazing. I mean, I've never done it, but... I kind of feel like it'd be that amazing. <laughs> I kind of feel like once you get to fly, <laughs> that you'd be like, you know what, fuck this walking shit. Take my legs. You know, it just makes me heavy. Yeah. I would, but if I had wings, I would want them to look like real wings. Like, put like feathers feathered? on them. Ah. I mean, I don't want scaly bat wings. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. But I also feel like having, like, giant fluffy wings is just not a good deal. Have you seen the thing where... um? Uh, bat wings, like the bones in them, are similar to hand, hand bones. bones. Yeah. So when they fly, they're just there's like doing jazz hands. <laughs> yes. Well, it's like when we talked about. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but how horses' legs are not legs so much as they are fingers. Yes. With yeah. Yeah. That's... Which makes sense if you like put your finger down and you like move it. You're like that's how a horse's leg is. Yeah. I mean, literally. Yeah. And now it makes sense, you know? I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Now I understand. Yeah. I, on the other hand, am all for, if you can't tell already, am all for cybernetic enhancements, you know? Because, I mean, let's even go past, like, or walk it back from the realm of absolute ridiculous, right? Because you're like, man, people don't need sword arms or wings or freaking bionic eyes or whatever it is. But you know what would be really nice? Hmm. To have some type of mechanism in an arm or in your hip or thigh or something. It just charges your phone. <laughs> you know? Like, imagine if you had a wireless charger just in the top of your thigh so that when your phone was in your pocket, it was charging. You know? Um, I don't like that. Why? <laughs> Why do you need your phone charged that bad? You're eliminating any need for you, any chargers ever. Because you're like, I'll just keep it right here, right <laughs> in my pocket. You know? Then pe- you would get so much shit. You know how, like, has anyone at work ever been like, kids these days need to put down their phone and you're not even on your phone and but what you're doing has nothing to do with it? I work in generic sports retailer. That happens literally almost every day that I talk to a customer. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, I wasn't on my phone. I didn't even think I was doing a bad job. Why are you mentioning my phone? The worst part is when, because we have work phones, right, Mm -hmm. that are Wi-Fi based, so they work only in the building, and it's so we can call, like, managers and stuff, or scan items or whatever. And I'll be on that because I'm looking at prices or something like that, and someone who has nothing to do with me or the customer that I'm helping will make a comment about, you really shouldn't be on your phone right now, right? And it's like, I'm not... (laughs) Yes, because my phone looks like a BlackBerry from 2006. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. You know? But, if you had a charger in your body... Well, I think that's where we're headed. You would get so much shit. Maybe I'm Transhumanism. old-fashioned. These fleshy corporeal forms are garbage that needs to be replaced. <laughs> or my thing, if I had to replace limbs, it honestly wouldn't be my arms, it'd be my legs. Yeah, I completely agree Because if that. I could get robot legs and just run at... 60 miles you an hour. You look like such a freak running with robot legs. Why? Because you're just fast. like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be terrifying. It wouldn't be great. But I tell you what, people would see you and be jealous because they'd be like, oh, I gotta drive this stupid car instead of just running everywhere. I like driving. Why? What do you mean, why? Is it not better to just run at driving speed? No, not at all. I feel like you all. have better control. You have so much less protection from everything, though. But you have so much more mobility. You're going right? to get bodied by a car and die. You don't know that. Because <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Because you can run through places that cars can't go. So why are you running in the middle of the road? There, If people are starting to run at 60 miles an hour, you don't think there's going to be signs on the sidewalk that say, do not run here. You're going to kill somebody. <laughs> no, no enhanced running. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the whole thing, because if you're moving that fast, right, and your legs are able to keep up with that, then you 
theoretically, at least in my mind, have the mobility to, like, kind of dodge and weave around people like you would normally when you're running, right? Because it's not like you're running and you're going in a straight line at a person. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's over, you know? But like, even if you you're main... stop to pay, stop paying attention for one second. Why would you stop paying attention if you you're running? And you body at... grandma and she dies. Why would you stop running? Stop paying attention while you're running at car speed. You have no idea how much I can zone out, Nick. <laughs> to stop underestimating me. Do we me. need to take your license away? Do we need to? <laughs> do we need to stop you having a car? <laughs> Like, he just fucking rolls her yeah. eyes back into her head as she's driving down the highway. You ever just wake up and you're like, how'd I drive home? <laughs> Holy shit. Not actually fall asleep, but, but just I like, zone in, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're just on autopilot type of thing. Mm -hmm. I get you. Um, but yeah, I'm all for it. And I give me a... I, phew, those were words. <laughs> bug it, bug. I'm gonna be... Um, I'm all for people needing prosthetics or replacements or whatever getting to have those, right? Um, but I also think that the same thing as elective surgeries, like plastic surgery, fuck it. You right. want, I don't know, cable arm? Just shoot a cable right. and swing around. Also, I think that would be tough for people who don't want prosthetics, though. Why? Because if somebody loses their limb and chooses to live their life just without it like mm -hmm. if if they lose a leg and decide to use kind of crutches or just just have the balance yeah um and people they would get so much well maybe not more i mean i'm not familiar with if they get shit about well why don't you wear prosthetic mm -hmm. or that kind of thing um but if it started to be enhanced like that mm -hmm. um the and they chose to not have a limb that's basically the same as, like, a normal leg, mm -hmm. you know? Then people would be like, why? I don't understand why you want to live your life this way and right. blah, blah, blah. Which is so rough. Well, yeah, and I'm not justifying that that would be a good thing. Right. Right? Because um, you're right. It'd be very similar to how um, deaf people or people that are hard of hearing are pushed to get cochlear implants. Right. Cochlear? Cochlear? Uh, I don't know. That thing, right? Where... Even on a successful surgery, the effect is such that it's like, yeah, I can kind of hear, but now I just have constant ringing. Right. You know? And yeah. it's like, is that even worth it as opposed to just being deaf or being hard of hearing and learning ASL? ASL. You know? Right. Yeah, using the tools that, like, I don't know, that are already in place. Well, because than... there's something about this argument, right? There's something about pushing people towards that, saying that you are not enough as right. you are. Right. And that's the root of what I feel like you're saying. And I agree that that's a garbage thing to say, you know. Um, it almost feels like if we were to get to this point with cybernetics and it's like, you know, having it is such a regular thing that there needs to be some type of like cultural reverence for people who don't. Mm -hmm. Like body purism needs to be kind of exalted. Right. Because they're like, holy shit, you get by without having your credit card in your wrist? Like, how do you do that? Exactly, you yeah. You know? You carry a wallet? <laughs> what? What the fuck's a yeah, wallet? exactly. I just double-click my head and yeah. my Apple Pay. Tap your temple, <laughs> right. and there it goes. Goes through with it. You know? <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, the actual functions of it, I think, are cool. And if you decide to do that. Because mm. I've always thought the same thing about... Um, like plastic surgery mm -hmm. like people judge people who get it and that kind of stuff but I'm like if you're like unhappy with yourself mm -hmm. and you can do that and you want to do that then it's like I have no problem with that mm -hmm. just because you look a little different or right you well, know and my thing is it, I feel very differently about it when it's someone who says I have like for example like a cleft lip or something like right. that and I want this fixed because I feel judged that one, I'm like, absolutely. Like, I can't imagine going through that and the social stigma of having that, you know, deformity and trying to live my life like that. And if I can get that, remedied. you know, remedied so that I don't feel that stigma and I can continue life as I normally would, that's great. Now, if you're one of the Bogdanoff twins, right, you know those French guys that I've showed you a picture of? Oh, yeah, yeah. That look like human Ken dolls that have been sitting in the sun too long. It's like... 
I respect your decision to want to have that done and to get that done, to have that be available. I also, you know, want my ability respected to be like, that looks dumb. You know? Because while, yes, maybe it makes you feel better or makes you, you know, there's also some part of it that I feel like it's almost a, a what we were talking about where it's like you feel like you're not enough and you need to yeah. be enhanced in some way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, where it's like, it's not a question of um, looking weird, but it's more of like, are you okay? Right. <laughs> like, you have to enhance every part of you. Maybe you should mm-hmm. uh, take it from a different perspective. Yeah, maybe like, it's more about getting comfortable with yourself as opposed to... Right, changing yourself. Right. Yeah, I get that. But we cannot be the arbiters of where that line is to be drawn. Right. You know, and I don't think really anybody can. No. So I think it's got to be just more... Everyone can do it. Use at your own risk, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I almost wonder if it would become sort of a thing like plastic surgery where it's like some people get really low levels of it where it's like, I just got Botox in my forehead because I don't like the wrinkles and that's yeah. as far as I'm going to go. And, exactly. And that's fine. And then there's going to be the people like those twins mm-hmm. who just the only basically human part of them left is their like face or part of their face or and the rest is just like a spider demon right because they're like this is so much easier to live like this right or like uh i remember watching i don't know if it was the next generation or which star trek it was from um but there was a woman who had ditched her entire body in favor of being a face on a stretched piece of skin that's doctor who is that Doctor Who? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. So not Star Trek. And she's, like, moisturized. Yeah, and she has to be, like, sprayed <laughs> so she doesn't rip. I think she's, like, the last human or something Yeah, like exactly. Because they're watching the Earth explode or That's whatever. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with uh, your thoughts about, like, you being able to say, oh, that's dumb. But mm-hmm. also... You shouldn't say it to those people. Oh, God, no. I'm not trying to, like, make them feel bad about it. Right. But I reserve the right to be like, no, nah, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the whole thing is you can... That's my whole thing that I like to think is, like, you can disagree with something as much as you want. But don't be a dick. Yeah, but don't be a dick about it. Yeah. 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 So, I guess that's, like... I want flashlight fingers. <laughs> you know? Like or... rave gloves? <laughs> <laughs> I want permanent rave glove installation. <laughs> See, I'm thinking like a flashlight so if I lose something down a crack in a couch that I can just point. Is there something where someone has a thumb lighter? Um, It's some magic thing. Or some magic series that where they like snap and it's like, and it's on their thumb. Or is it somebody with like fire powers that can do that? Like Fantastic Four or... Yeah, no, it's something it's like something that. It's something like that where it's like... <laughs> wait, wait. What is the actual name... Of the fire guy from Fantastic Four. Like, what is his name? I don't know. Is it like Johnny Blaze or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans, correct. Captain America Captain. is Firestorm. <laughs> Firestorm? Firestorm is a different fire superhero. Oh, I was like, that's that, not that's his DC. name. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know about DC. But his thing isn't actually fire. It's like something about atomic energy. Like the girl like he's from a human... Deadpool? Negasonic Teenage Warhead or Yeah, kind of. She is so cool. She's rad. I'd love to be her. Yuki, Is it Yukio or Yukiko? I thought it was just Yuki. No. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> remember he's like, hi, Yukio. But I remember it's Yukio or Yukiko. I have no clue. I feel like it's Yukio. But that's the gay representation we need. True. <laughs> it's Negasonic Teenage Warhead. And her anime girlfriend. Correct. <laughs> That's what we all need. That is what we all need. That was such a good part of that movie. That was a good movie in general. (laughs) I mean, the Deadpool movies, I think. Maybe not critically, but they're funny. They're good to watch, you know. We've discussed before our low standards for quality in movies. Mm -hmm. And I personally, I don't know if you feel similarly, have talked about there being a diet to your media consumption. Where sometimes, I just want trash. I just want absolute junk food, like don't care about watching it, but it's like, haha, the dumb thing happened, you know? <laughs> like, that, there's room for the dumb superhero movie or the dumb action movie yeah. to just exist because I don't want to think about things all the time. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, that car exploded and it was sick. Yeah. It was yeah. super dope. That's why people watch John Wick. 
True. That's ex- that is the purest like cocaine form of that. Yeah. I like watching people fight sometimes, but I don't really have I mean the closest m- movies that I get to that are I guess that movie Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um I love that movie. I'll watch that movie like all the time. Mm-hmm. But also just any of the Marvel movies I'm like I'll watch just just to watch people fight. Well, I, I love think, watching I think people your fight. thing is you need um there to be more than just the action. Like, it can't be John Wick. It has to be kind of funny or have, have characters that you else, like. Yeah. Or, yeah. Funny is a big one. Yeah. I think that... I love that kind of stuff. Well, I think we were raised in a family that it's just... We value comedy. We do. You know? Above a lot of things. <laughs> we really do. You know? Yeah. Also, Edge of Tomorrow. What if cyborgs were like that? Where it's That's like, not even cyborgs. That's just robo No, suits. I know. But, like, what if someone changed their body to... Be a robo suit? I'm just this huge fuck off Why not? war machine. You know, because here's the thing. At that, at that point, it's like an investment. Like, if you have decided that your career, kind of in quotation marks, is just, I'm going to go work in like a warehouse and be a human forklift. Dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, hey, we need this move. And you're just like one hand in it, you know? Would that get rid of a lot of jobs, though? I don't know. Because... You are the forklift now, but you're also just a person, so you have the dexterity, theoretically, to still move smaller packages. So, maybe. That's right? whack. Or think about a mailman, because they if they've got the robo legs, right, they don't need a truck. Fucking spraying around. They just have around. a giant... You know what it is? It's the mailman from Legend of Zelda, where he just has a giant backpack and sprints at you from across the field, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, by the way, this is yours, and then takes off into the sunset. <laughs> Like, that is mail now, you know? That would be so awesome. Correct. That would be so awesome. See? I'm convincing you. Cybernetics is the future. I guess maybe this argument was more personally. Because, like, personally, I would not do that. Also, I get worried about uh, aging. About not being able to, or what? Yeah, well, not being able to, or having a prolonged life. Because I think... I don't like that kind of stuff. I know mm. you were like, I will download myself into a computer. Right. You're like, I'll be the brain in the jar. <laughs> as long as I don't see the brain that is in the jar, like I can't be aware that that is me. Fuck yeah. hundred percent. Or like, That's I know crazy. we've talked about, we, we, Nick and Laney do not personally enjoy Black Mirror because it gives us existential crises. Yes. Um, but there's an episode where when you're going to die, that there is just a giant, like Amazon warehouse full of computer servers that you can upload your brain to, right? And that you just get to exist there. And it's like this cool, like Santa Monica, California beach town where it's like everyone has food and you have a big house and everything like that. And you just get to hang out there until you're like, eh, I'm kind of over it. And you just flick the switch, you know? That's crazy. This is, that's an existential crisis right there. Right, Gosh. exactly. But it's like, what if you. Like, there is something you still feel like you need to do, right? Or there is a great mind that needs to be preserved because they are such a benefit to humanity. I might put something in my will where it's like, if I die before a certain age... Then let me live a couple of years in the system. Yeah, a little bit more. Because, like, if I died today, you know, I'm young. Yeah, you're like, I want some more time. Yeah. I, I feel like I got some more on the clock. Yeah. You know? Like, I haven't experienced so much stuff, and I feel like... It would be worth it at that point. Because, like, you're, if your natural life is ended early, then I feel like it's justified to keep living. But if you're, like, 89 and you die... And, and you you're feel like, like you kind of did everything you want to do, you're like, yeah, right. it's fine. Yeah, like, as much as I'm afraid of death, like, mm-hmm. I think that's the natural order. And, like, you, you need to adhere to that. Because I feel like shit gets messed up when people don't die. Well, because I don't think... I think it is interesting because I don't think the human mind is built to do that. Right? That after even, I mean, because the longest lived person is what now, like 115? Something like that? I think it might be more, but yeah, like yeah. around there. And you gotta consider that that's now, that's 2020, that they are 115, which means what? 1905 is when they were born. Right. Yeah, Dad just said yesterday that the last, I think the last soldier who fought in World War One, mm-hmm. like from the U.S., right. um, died at like 110 exactly. recently or something like right. that. Right. So you have those people that are living that long and their majority of their life was in a time when we didn't know cigarettes were bad. Right. You know? 
So I can't imagine what people in our generation, how far they're going to live, right? But I think as we start to get toward that, like, 150, 200, that I feel like after a while you kind of start to unravel because the brain is not built to be, like, going that long. Like, think about how people in their 60s and such have issues adapting to technology like computers. Right. Now, it's like, okay, Grandma, we put your phone in your arm, you know, you got to do this. Right. Like, adapting to technology and just social changes and stuff like that has got to be a nightmare if you continue living that long. Right. Right. Well, and also, like, this is what I thought of um, in the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 movie Mm -hmm. with um, Star-Lord's dad, who is, like, the... He's a planet, you know, and he's been living for... Ego, the living planet. Right, for so many years. Right. That it's like, you think that his plan is dastardly because... Because he's evil or something like that. Right, because he's destroying so much life. But it doesn't matter to him because he's been alive for, like, millions of years or something. Yeah, to him it's literally like bugs. Right. Because he's like, the, the context is so, like, extrapolated or... That he is so removed from it. Right. That he's like, why would I care? Yeah. You only had like 90 years tops anyway, right. so whatever. And and in the perspective of millions of years, that mm-hmm. means nothing. Right. So I think as people live that long, certain things just don't matter to them. Right. Which is like, it starts to get dangerous. Well, and the thing too is, I mean, any technology like that always comes to those who can afford it first. And so you theoretically have people who are potentially in governments and stuff that are like, I'm just alive for 200 years, whereas the average working class person is still a more natural life, or at least what is currently natural, of like 60, 70, 80, you know? Um, and you run into a whole bunch of dystopian bullshit that way. But, right. you know. Right. Yeah, and it, I feel like there's a lot of media that's like um, rosy in that way of like, this vampire has been alive for this many hundreds or even like a thousand years. Right. But they're still nice to people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I kind of feel like they'd get jaded and be like, I don't give a fuck if you die. Yeah, they're like, I'm alive. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, for real. Yeah. Especially if they have some kind of power because then they get like a superiority complex where it's like... Absolutely. Because it's like, the reason I'm alive is I'm better than you because you try to justify it. Right. Right. Like your human body sucks right and mine has cut me alive i'm going on 260 right yeah, now. yeah exactly know? so but also i don't know if that works for cyborgs because some part still has to be organic in order for it to qualify right to cyborg so you can't keep that kind of stuff living right i mean unless medical technology advances because like there was something that i saw or read or heard relatively recently where there was something where they took old people and they took transfusions from young people, like, you know, in their 20s, right? And they stuck it in a dude that's, like, 65, and his health started to turn around because he has, like, fresh blood, or that the blood is somehow made by a healthier body and so is better, right? So if that were to continue, then you develop the society where it's, like, the young are used as blood bags to keep people going past when they ought to be going. Right. You know, so who knows how long we can keep, because really you as a system of memories and thoughts are a brain right. that is just piloting the rest the of the body. This, you right. know? So as long as we can keep a brain alive is the limit of a cyborg. Right. You know, well, and I have no idea how the brain deteriorates as we grow older. Because that's not our area. Correct. <laughs> that's not our lives. I know something about Alzheimer's and beta amyloids and stuff like that and building up in the brain, but... Yeah, I had, the, it was in my psycho, my abnormal psychology class, learned about dementia and Alzheimer's. But that's dementia and Alzheimer's. If you don't yep. have that, I don't know what's going on. Yep. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So I think there's lots of problematic things, but... I mean, in I, I guess in the earlier stages, mm-hmm. or like maybe like mid stages, is like prime time, where it's like cool stuff, you know. Yeah, where we like the early stages of getting it, where everyone still is like, I just want cool robot legs, yeah. and that's the extent of it. I just would like to jump really high. Yeah, <laughs> there's no one starting to look at. I want potentially eternal life. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. Eternal life, man. Yeah. Well, I think that about covers it for what we have to say on the topic of cyborgs and cybernetics. 
Uh, if you have any thoughts about what we've said on this podcast or, uh, you know, agree, disagree, have another point that maybe we didn't talk about, feel free to send us an email that we might read on the next podcast. And that email that you should send the letter to, the, the address that you should send the email to, <laughs> there we go, is hypotheticalsiblings at gmail.com. That's hypothetical, H-Y-P-O-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L, siblings, S-I-B-L-I-N-G-S, at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit if you just look up Hypothetical Siblings. And I don't think we've mentioned it on the podcast yet, but we all are also putting all of the podcasts on YouTube as well. Uh, there are no videos, unfortunately. It's just a lovely graphic designed by the original Laney right here. Um, but if you prefer to listen to it, you know, from YouTube, whether it's on a computer or something like that, it's easier for you for whatever reason, or you don't have Spotify, which it is free, by the way. Um, then you can feel free to go to YouTube and just search Hypothetical Siblings. Same logo that we use for everything else should be relatively easy to find. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.